Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey everybody, welcome back to Are We There? It's a family podcast for adults. The people who have had about goddamn enough. I've had enough. I get hassled for every little fucking thing. This episode number 695. Hassles. Do I look like I need to be hassled? Do I put off some kind of vibe where it's like everybody uh, fuck with me? I don't know. Maybe it's all your road rage where you're cussing people out all the time. Maybe it's like leaking into the universe. If you don't like my road rage, maybe you shouldn't ride with I'm me anymore. I'm just saying. I don't think it is. I'm very nice and polite when I go places and people are fucking rude assholes to me. I'm about to go all Billy Jack. It'll be reverse Billy Jack, though. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever see Billy Jack? Mm, long time The ago. Native American hero comes to the white town, and the white people are mean to him, so he kicks all their asses. It's about to go the other way. They're going to call me. Where can they call me? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. We're doing things a little bit different today. If you hear a couple stumbles, it's not Kim's fault. But you did very good there. Thank you. I know I briefly panicked because I looked down. I was like, it's not written down. Oh my God. <laughs> you could always put Gotta a little, do it from memory. <laughs> you could always put a little sticky on the computer or you can remember the other 700 times you've done it. Yeah. That's yeah. what I did there. I know. It was good. Pretty tricky. So the other day I decided I was going to go for a little trip. I was going to get up early in the morning and take a little road trip and do a little scouting because Kim has always said, I don't want to go to the Choctaw Casino because she saw something about bed bugs on an internet site right and it, clenched, it wasn't just that <laughs> it clenched her butt cheeks tight and i said well I'm, i'll go look because i wanted to take a motorcycle anyway it was only an hour and a half away right yeah but it wasn't just that it was the fact that, that people complained consistently that the machines were too tight but people complain about the windstar too i know but the windstar is the third largest in the world so you don't right, go to so that you're, one you're, and then take a step down well it's but, never going to measure up but sometimes you don't necessarily need well, the that's, biggest if, That's if, true. Imagine if I had gone to the Choctaw Casino and it had been filled with Chinese kitchen machines. Well, that's true, too. Star Wars machines, ladybug machines, and it had been very nice and I didn't have to walk 100 miles every time okay. I changed machines, I'll right? I'll give you that. So that's what I thought. I'd check mm-hmm. it out. So I drove up. There it was a nice early morning ride. I left about 6 o'clock in the morning. Got on my motorcycle. Driving. I, my big complaint is as soon as you cross over into Oklahoma... Right, I mean, the minute you cross the highway into Oklahoma, the road is all of a sudden two-lane gravel traveled only by pickup trucks and nose pickers. That's it. It's pretty bad. It's it's appalling. I would if I was Oklahoma, I'd be fucking embarrassed, especially if I had a giant casino squatting on the state line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'd clean that shit up so that your visitors from Texas don't think your state's a bunch of podunk hillbilly butt fucks. Because oh yeah, you are. Cut it out. So I, I fight through the, the last 20 minutes is just sheer hell of traffic. People being douches. It's like people in Oklahoma have never seen a motorcycle. They're like, what is that guy doing? Billy Bob, what is it? Get closer so I can see what he's up to you. Whatever. It's also the only place I've ever seen where the sign says go here. Right. And you do. And that's not the way. Okay. When, when you turn off on Choctaw Road. You first have to run through a gauntlet of gas stations and restaurants before you get to the actual casino. Just want to make sure that you're for sure you want to go there. Right. Gas up, right. fuel up, get your snackage right. on. Fine. I get there, I find a place to park, which even at six o'clock in the morning was a shitty, there was no good places to park. And I realized it's because the employees were parking there because I got there at shift change and I could see employees walking out and getting in their cars that were parked in the front row. 
Well, not acceptable. That's weird. Yeah. At the wind start, they kindly put all of the employees in the back. You don't have to see them leaving the casino. And we know that how? Because we've accidentally been around there. Accidentally. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Twice. Neither time did you go, I don't think this is the way. You went, oh, I don't think this is right after we were already there. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So anyway, fine. I go in. I was pleasantly surprised to discover that as soon as you enter, you're at the machines. Okay. There's not a lot of walking around or stupid shit. I get in. I go to the help desk. They're very kind. They explain to me how their players club works, right? She offers me a deck of playing cards. And I said, I. Well, that's kind of refreshing. Right. Right. But they explain stuff to you because they don't really do that at Windstar. No, Windstar, they just go, here's your card. Get the fuck out of my face. So I get in and I start looking at the machines and I quickly realize that they're all the bogus bullshit machines. The machines we don't like. Just the real boring ones. Just reels or the machines that have, there's no. You mean like grown up ones. Yeah, I don't want to play those. I know. I want, I want it to be more like a video game that I play a penny at a time. So I went in, I walked around the place and it's set up different too. It's set up like in a series of cubes, kind of. There's like little aisles and cube cubicle things that divide them up. So it's okay, but they don't do a very good job of saying, get out of here. These are dollar machines. So you have to look at every one really careful. Well, thankfully you knew about that after our first experiences. Right. But it's annoying. Yeah, it is. You gotta you be know, careful. I don't, I shouldn't have to read the machine. They should said the section is for you. Cheap ass. So now they also don't line their machines up. You know how in the Windstar, if you're walking down, you can look to either side and see a lot of machines. Yeah. Right. You can kind of see what machines are where. This one doesn't do that. They're grouped in little diagonal lines that are not the way you're walking. Can't you just alter the way you're walking? Yeah, if you want to walk like this. If you want to walk in a serpentine back and forth all the way across mm. the casino. You know what I'm saying? You can't really see what's going on. Maybe that. that's to keep the folks in wheelchairs and their oxygen tanks alert. They got to pay attention. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So I get there, I find a hundred ladybugs machine, I start playing, and then in the middle of the planet, I realize it's not a hundred ladybugs, it's a fucking knockoff. Called oh Li no, no generics. Called Little Ladybug. With similar, but not quite the same graphics. You know how there are distinct types of casino slot machines. There's super fancy real machines, which even, all the real machines look fancy. The ones that have actual physical wheels that spin. Mm -hmm. They look fancy. They're boring, but they look fancy. Then you have low-end video ones that look like some shit somebody homebrewed on their Nintendo with art by their six-year-old niece. Right. And then they're like super cheap. They're like, eh, I can't afford a lot of art, so I'm going to use the pictures of playing cards for a while. It's clip art. Yeah. And then you have nice machines like the Star Wars machines and some of the other machines that have lots of shit going on. Jade Monkeys, lots of cool shit going on. These are all the shitty video kind. All of them. Even the real machines. I was like, this just looks fucking ghetto. But... The inside of the casino looks really nice. Like, it doesn't have that goofy fake drop ceiling. It has an actual ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It has nice little marble pillars and nice floors. And the, the eating establishments are right there on the floor. You just, like, go behind a gate and they're there. It's a little more convenient. A little more convenient. The drink things are not isolated in little kiosks that make people fight to the death in gladiatorial games to get yeah. a Coke. That sucks. Right. So I start playing and I quickly realize that these machines aren't just tight. Nobody has ever won a dime on any of these machines. All these machines are slot virgins. They still have slot hymens intact. So no coins can leave. I, on average, when we play a game at the Windstar, and I've even been told the Windstar is too tight compared to a fun slot machine. 
when you play at the Windstar, one out of every three or four spends, unless you're Kim, is, if not a winner, at least a break-even. Right. They'll just throw you a couple. 25 to 30%. You're not really losing, but you didn't win. Enough to keep you going. Right. That's what it is. It's just right. stringing you along like a carrot dangling in front of you. The Chalk Talk Casino just goes lose. Lose, 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 lose. I played $40 and I got one bonus spin. Do you think, like, the security people have cameras and stuff and they put bets on the people that come in and say, how long do you think this guy will play before and lose consistently before he leaves? Yes. I, th- I think I think they're amazed anytime anybody is there because the place was almost fucking empty. Now, we've talked before about how the Windstar is not very well staffed anymore. Like, they've cut back so much there's hardly anybody mm-hmm. there. At least the Windstar, when you do find people, they don't tend to be complete cunts, right? Right. At the Choctaw, there's a lot of people, and they're all cunts. All of them. At least the ones that you came across. Which is everyone that was there that day. Okay. I... I put a $20 bill into a machine and the machine promptly fucking ate it. And I mean, it sucked the $20 bill in and then went to spit it back out. But instead of it coming back out, it went underneath the plastic in front of the slot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And got all fucked up. And then the machine sucked it back in and fucked it up more and then shot it back out. And it was totally fucked. I couldn't get, I couldn't even get to it. Wait, is that your first $20? No, no, this was the second $20. Oh. So I looked at it and I was like, that ain't right. So now I have a dilemma. I have $20 sitting in a machine. You know what I'm saying? And I can't get to it, but that doesn't mean that some crafty old person in a wheelchair isn't going to roll up at the Swiss Army knife and take it out. Because you could see it? You could see it, but I couldn't reach it. Um, you might have been able to reach it with your tiny little elf fingers, but my normal human-sized hand, I, was, I couldn't even reach it with a key. I tried to use a key to like get behind it and pull it out. Couldn't do it. So I put my helmet, because I rode my bike up there, I put my helmet down on the seat, and I walk around to the cashier and she goes, oh, honey, I can't help you. Here's my thing. If you work someplace, right? And this happened to us today. We were shopping for dishwashers. And even if it's not your department, like I understand you and the cashier booth are not actually maintenance. Right. I understand that. Mm-hmm. However, if I say I have a problem. You need to call somebody. You don't say. Uh, oh, honey, I can't help you with that. And then shove your face down inside a drawer so I can't see you anymore. And pretend like you don't even know I exist. Pick up the goddamn phone I see sitting next to your fucking elbow and call somebody. No. So I walk around until I find this other old lady. And she goes, oh, let me just, let me get to my, meanwhile, I got $20 sitting in this machine and my motorcycle helmet. I'm like, somebody just stole all my shit. Well, you just said there was nobody there. There was a couple old people and the old people are canny. Maybe all, all styling in your helmet. For all I know, the Choctaw tribe decided they didn't get enough money in my slots. And they just took my helmet. You know what I'm saying? Then hawked it on eBay. I can come back and find all my shit for sale. I finally, she goes, let me, let me see somebody. She walks around in this little 10 by 10 uh, office behind a cage. That's another thing I didn't like. All their people are in cages. <laughs> like a human zoo. Like uh, 7-Eleven in the bad part of town. You know what I'm saying? The Windstar doesn't look like they're afraid somebody's going to come in with a gun and shoot the place up. This place did. Lots of bars. That's kind of off-putting. I-, I wouldn't have liked it. No. So she finally finds the radio. She calls somebody. I get, and she goes, okay, somebody's going to come over to the machine. And I go, do you know there's like 50 of these kinds of machines in the whole fucking place? 
Well, surely they have some kind of notification grid. Or really, you think so? You think that you think that when because you know when there's 800 machines with lights on, they don't seem to pay any fucking attention. I don't think it's lighting up a board anywhere. I wish it would. I would really expect casino people to be walking around with an iPad going, oh, let's see, what's the next machine that's out? You know what I'm saying? With the floor plan? Mm-hmm. Shows you the next machine that's fucked up? No. So I get over there, and there's this fucking ginger standing in front of my machine, wearing his little Choctaw casino uniform, giving me this fucking hateful look. Like, he goes, is this your machine? And I go, yeah. And he goes, well, sir, when the service light comes on, you need to stay by this machine. To no which, signs, right? To which I said, I sat here for 10 minutes after the service light came on and nobody appeared. So then I had to go searching for help. Because it doesn't, it doesn't pop up a thing on the screen saying, someone will be with you momentarily. Right. You know what I mean? It just says, fuck you. Fuck you. I took your money. Fuck you. You want it? You're going to have to figure out how to get it, little man. So then another guy walks up and the gender is already giving me my money. And the other guy goes, I walked all the way over here for nothing. To which I said, well, you actually walked all the way over here to help me. I didn't know this guy was already here. So I wasn't nothing. Big deal. Like, they got anything else to do? Isn't that their job? I would be ecstatic if there was something for me to do. Yeah, I Otherwise, would Otherwise, so you'd be too. bored all it, day, it's right? It's 8 o'clock in the fucking morning. It's, it's not. You've been working all night. You think you'd want to do a little something. You know what I'm saying? And I would get a little thrill out of showing people I have power over the slot machine. You'd be like, Jesus, I could put as many credits on here as I want. See that? So after that, I take my money, I lose a little bit more, and I even machines that I'd played before, like Ladybugs, 100 Ladybugs, I found a real 100 Ladybugs machine. Mm-hmm. Machines that I had ass-raped at Windstar, right? Machines that bent over and shot money out of their digital vaginas into my hands. At this one, just sucked it all up. And it's not as even, if I was there. It's as it... if, yes. As if every machine's name was Kim. Mm-hmm. No, it was like they all assumed that you were. Yeah. You were playing for me. I know, so I know, how, I know how you feel. And Except I, my mojo with you. It's not fun. But seriously, forty bucks, which is four hundred. No, not four hundred. It's two hundred spends. No, it's more than that. Two thousand spends. No. Oh my god. A thousand spends. A thousand spends because I usually play four cents or so. A thousand spends, and one time I get a bonus. That's not. That's unreal. It's, it's unheard of. Well, it's no fun. Yeah, it's it's nothing. So I said, fuck it, I'm leaving. I've lost enough money. I don't want to lose anymore. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. I was already embarrassed to call you and tell you that I lost all my fucking money. Yeah, it didn't really take that No, long. the two hours, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And that that's crazy. The yep. first time we went to the Windstar, we played $20 for two days. Yep. <laughs> that gives you an example of how fucked up this was. So I leave, and I thought, oh, you know what? Before I go, I should take a picture of this place so that Kim can see what it was like right right i appreciate that i get out to the lobby i'm not by a machine keep this in mind i'm standing at the customer service desk i turn around so i'm facing into the casino and i take a picture okay it is from where i'm standing when i take the picture to the outside world 15 feet okay five feet from the service desk two dudes come swooping out of the fucking shadows and one guy, giant bubble looking motherfucker, goes, uh, sir, did you just take a picture? To which I said, Yeah. I did. I'm a tourist. That's what I do. Take a picture and send to my wife. And he goes, You're not allowed to take any pictures in the casino of anything. And I said, Okay. And he goes, Now you gotta come with me. 
So now I'm going off to the Choctaw Indian butt fucking room where bad shit's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? This, I can see how this is all going to go. I'm like, I, I just don't even fucking believe this is happening. Well, they were super bored and I agitated them. So. Right. So I, I, I said, I don't see any signs as we're walking. I said, I didn't see any signs. I didn't know. I'll be happy to delete it. We get to the room. And he goes, I'm gonna have to confiscate your camera. No, you're not. I said, no, I'm not going to give you my phone. I'll delete them off of here. I'll let you watch while I delete them. And he goes, well, I will have to look at every picture on your camera. No. I will show you the ones that were taken today. And that is it. So I sort them by today. I show them to him. And he goes, well, I still might have to take the camera. And I said, do we have to call the real police to come here? The actual honest police, not your whatever crazy tribal bullshit you have. The actual real police. And he goes, they don't really have the right to take it, your property. Uh, he goes, well, this is tribal land, sir. And I go, is it tribal land at the highway? Because I think I can get there. Because I'm pretty sure I could get to the highway. Now what are you going to do? What happens now? You know what I'm saying? It's just stupid. Don't try to pretend that you actually have some kind of fucking Choctaw kingdom out here in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, where your rule is supreme. That's just dumb. It's dumb. So finally he goes, well, just delete the ones that you took today. Okay, fine. And well fine and he goes just remember you come back and i go yeah that's not gonna happen i will not be returning good day sir what it's is ridiculous. up what, what how many like pictures said, they were probably bored you gave them a reason to do something so they did it how, how many pictures five minutes how many pictures did we take at the windsor casino a ton a fucking billion we took nobody inside the casino nobody said shit and there were no signs no you couldn't take right those. like i'm supposed to know in so. casinos you can't you can't take them in any casino well you're a fucking liar how about that so here's my uh travel itinerary Never again returning to Choctaw Casino. If you have a choice between them, I, I say drive the extra however far it is and go to the Windstar. Slots are still a little bit tight, but it's not pure butt fuckery like it is at Choctaw. Fuck those guys. Fuck them. In the butthole with a hammer. Voters in one Ohio county who show their school pride at the polls next month will be asked to cover up with a poncho. Election officials in southeast Ohio's Washington County don't want people coming to polling places wearing shirts or other attire promoting local schools that have hotly contested tax measures on the ballot. Those who do show up to vote on May 3rd in a shirt, hat, or other article of clothing with the name or mascot of one of the Marietta or Warren local schools will be handed a poncho by a poll worker. County Elections Board Director Peggy Byers said on Friday. You know what? Fuck you. That's stupid. It is dumb because thing, honestly, that's violating their right to free speech. I, right. And I would say there's a First Amendment issue there. Also, just wearing your school colors, how does that say what side of the issue you're on? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's true. You don't know if they're pro or against whatever they're fucking voting on, and nobody's going to know. To go out and say you can't wear certain things when you come to vote. Is a giant fuck you, and I think somebody ought to challenge it. I think the ACLU ought to get involved, because what's the next thing? Uh, no sunglasses, the polling place. Okay, well, if they're very specific, and they said no shirt, hat, or other car article of clothing, body paint. You're going to show up the tits out in your school name. I would wear your, all the stuff. Boobs. No, and then they say, oh, you can't go in there without, and then take it all off, and then just be completely covered. Now what? Now what? <laughs> now what are we going to do? Huh? What's that? What, what's the next step? Given the current political state of affairs, 
I really think it's in everybody's best interest to challenge anything an elected official of any kind tells you. If they say you can't wear that in here, say why? Why? Show me where it says I can't wear that. And if the only authority is you decided it's not a good idea, guess what? Fuck you. You don't get to make the rules. It is ridiculous. I think it's just a way for them to make people fed up so that they don't go vote at all. That's what I'm saying. It's one more way to make people pissed off so they don't even do anything. Why keep looking at me? Was I doing something weird? I thought you were eating. Nope, not eating. Anyway, it's one more way for them to just fuck you and make you say you don't want to do it at all. Like I said, it starts with school uniform, school colors, and you don't think that's a big deal. Next, they'll be saying, uh, before you can vote, you need to be dressed appropriately. And by appropriately, we mean a nice set of dress shoes, uh, a pantsuit, perhaps, or a slacks and a jacket. Right? Well, how about, could you um, dye your hair your school colors? I don't see how they could stop you. Maybe they shave your head. See, that's the thing. Why, why do that? Why make it so hard to fucking vote? Few people vote anyway. You should be begging them to come in. You should let them come in if they got their cock out. Who cares? Vote. Further reason to let me vote from fucking home. You know? Mm. And they're like, well, there's all kinds of fraud. Really? Like, there's no fraud anywhere else. We didn't have massive voter fraud in Florida. In yeah. Wisconsin, they just didn't find a whole bunch of fucking votes I mysteriously know. the other day in a hotly contested Supreme Court judge election. Come on. You have to admit, though, if people were allowed to vote from home, it would. The fraud would be far more rampant. You're right, but the fraud would be in the hands of the people, not the hands of a bunch yeah, of douchebag politicians. I would rather have 5,000 people all committing fraud for their own causes than have one person, like happened in Wisconsin, an election official, homebrew some voting software, pull the votes out of that, put them on our home machine, right? And then announce the day after, oh yeah, I found 7,000 votes. Sorry, it looks like you lose. My, my old boss won. Isn't that shocking? Who would have thought? Stop letting them tell you how you can vote. This is, I know everybody's like, it's not the same. This is very close to shit like Jim Crow laws. It's very, very close where they're going to start saying, you know what? Uh, I don't think you should be allowed to wear anything but white skin to the polls. It's, it's, you need to fucking watch it. Your government is not your friend anymore. If you haven't been watching the news the past week or so, you may not know it, but the government hates you now and they're just going to do what they want to do. Wear your school colors. Wear your school colors on your condom and come in with your dick out. And when they ask you to sign, slap your dick on their forehead. Go here, Here's this. A porn slap for you. How do you like that? You like that? A mushroom head on your face. Very nice. Stop letting the government push you around. Those old ladies behind there are volunteering. Smack them upside the glasses with your cock and they'll go, oh, maybe I shouldn't have been such a bitch. Same thing with dudes. You see an old man back there? Well, you got to be careful, though. Old men can be feisty. They might pull out their cigar cluppers. Lop off the head of your pee-pee. Okay. Could get crazy. Go down as the great cock riot. You know, in the history books. How, kind of sexist. I mean, how, kind of excluding all the females that might be there. Bring a strap on. You know. Or ladies, whenever it comes time to sign, just uh, squat down in your skirt and put a little on it. Stop. <laughs> uh, some nipple tassels with your Yeah, spin them. Get them spinning. Nice fucking Ohio. Seriously. Next story. 
It's hard to overstate the budget-cutting furor that has gripped lawmakers in this capital, where the Republicans who control the legislature and all statewide offices believe voters sent them an ironclad mandate last year to shrink the size of government. This would be in Austin, by the way. It's in Texas, correct. But the Texas government has already was already a relatively lean operation after years of conservative fiscal policies. So when the Texas House passed its budget bill last weekend, the depth of the cutbacks necessary for the Republican majority to stick to its promise of no new taxes became clearer. It was not a pretty picture. In a party-line vote, the House slaughtered dozens of sacred cows. The budget bill makes huge cuts to public education, nursing homes, and health care for the poor. It slashes financing for highways, prisons, and state parks. It eliminates full-day preschool, cuts teacher incentive pay, and reduces scholarships for college students by two-thirds. Now, before everybody goes, oh, we have to balance the budget, let me explain something to you. These cuts don't affect rich people at all, right? They They don't affect the people that pass the laws. They don't affect the people that support them. They don't affect the fundraisers. They don't affect anybody but middle class, normal people, and poor people. Rich people don't give a shit if there's health care for poor people. They don't give a shit if there's prisons. They don't even really care about the fucking highways because if they want to go somewhere, they just pay somebody to drive them so they don't have to deal with it. They don't need to worry about college scholarships. That shit's already taken care of. They don't need to worry about public education because they don't go there. That's the problem. All this shit that's happening right now, right now is when you need to fucking wake up and do something. This shit that's happening right now is the last nail in the coffin of regular folks. Everybody is going to be poor soon. Everybody. It wasn't that long ago when they were encouraging people to go back to school. Now's a perfect time. You're laid off. Right. You know, go back to school, learn a new trade, Mm -hmm. pursue whatever avenue of interest it was that you had put on the back burner for some time. Right. But now the scholarship thing really bothers me. Cutting scholarships by two thirds is huge. Yeah, You're not going to get that. Absolutely huge. Right. So most of the people that would even consider going back now can't. Right. You're not going. It's not going to happen. Fuck you. It, it's ridiculous. And I, I'm telling you, you, you don't have to believe me. This is how the top 1% of the rich people in this country are going to put their boot on the neck of the rest of the 99% and make sure you never get up. If you can't go to college, if, you, if your kids can't go to college, if you can't get the health care you need, you're doomed. You are doomed. The rest of your life is going to be spent as a ditch digger. They've just made sure that since there's no incentive pay for teachers, the only teachers left are going to be the shittiest possible teachers. They will cherry pick the good Uh, teachers. I don't necessarily say that, but they, you know, they'll go back to the drawing board. They'll take teachers that are in their first couple of years of teaching, but that doesn't mean they're not good teachers. Okay. In fact, I would say a lot of the new teachers going in are highly enthusiastic. They haven't been beat down yet. Correct. But what I'm saying is, When it becomes clear that it doesn't matter how hard you work or how good of a job you do, even the very best teachers will not be as good as they could be. You see what I'm saying? That that's true too. And they the private schools will come and cherry pick the best teachers out of the public school system and say, "Look, you want to make a little bit more money? We can hook you up. Just come over here, teach the rich kids. Poor kids, fuck you, fuck you, poor kids." Which I think they've been doing for a while anyway. Right. So. Like I said, I'm not trying to be conspiracy theorists, but this shit you see right now, this is the death of everybody with the top 1%. The rest of you better get used to living life in fucking abject goddamn poverty. And your kids are totally fucked if you don't do something. Totally fucked. Fucking That's it. terribly depressing. It, 
I don't know what my kids are going to do. I don't know. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Because I don't want them living here forever. Well, okay. Thing three is going to cushion the blow by watching as many <laughs> YouTube's videos on how to do X. Whatever it is <laughs> that you might be interested. There's plenty of free learnings out there. I, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to send my kids to other countries to see if I can get them education there. Ship them over to India, see if they can get them hooked up. I don't know what to do. Next story. This is very politically charged this time. Everything is going to be politically charged for a while because everything is, that is fucking up everything. It's fucking it all up. Maybe I shouldn't move to the Choctaw Nation. They don't have to put up with that shit. Like, now we got our own stuff. We got our own stuff. We're running on casino power. Here's my last story. An Orange County couple and their daughter were arrested Wednesday on charges of arranging fake marriages for more than 20 foreigners seeking ways to remain in the country, authorities said. Ajit Bargava, his wife Nisha Bargava, 56, and their daughter Runjun. Thank you for the. the you like the there. you like the phonetic spelling yes, for you. That's nice. I'm trying to help you. Were arrested early in the morning at their home in Yorba Linda and were charged with conspiracy to commit visa fraud. Federal prosecutors said. Authorities said the Bargavas ran immigration services company MP Eagle Consultants in Cerritos, California and charged as much as $60,000 to arrange bogus marriages for foreigners who came to the country on visas, mostly from India. Authorities said the Bargavas used the same witnesses and sometimes the same U.S. citizen spouse on multiple green card applications and had the couple take photographs in different locations, wearing different outfits to make it look like they had a relationship. Do you, do you see the problem with this story? You get paid sixty grand to set up a fake marriage, right? Sixty grand. Mm-hmm. You can't shell out for a new dude to marry and some new witnesses exactly you can't get on facebook and steal somebody's picture <laughs> and do some copy paste on heads you know that's what, I mean? what i'm saying you're not you're charging 60 grand you're not even trying you can't even change the name a little bit it's it's super fucking lazy it's not like there's not homeless people in california give them 500 bucks well here's the thing of the 20 people how would they know what name had been used previously? Well, they don't know. They don't have a fucking clue. I want to know how long it took the prosecutors to figure out this little scheme. Probably 10 how years. How long have they been getting away with I'm, it? I'm guessing 10 years. That's ridiculous. Yes, it's ridiculous. But, and the thing that got me, I was talking about the story about, to, with, about the story to somebody else, and they said, well, you know, poor people do whatever they can to come to the United States. Poor people don't have 60 grand, Okay. I will guarantee you, every one of these people, if you look it up, came over here on an H-1B visa, working in the tech industry, had plenty of goddamn money, and just decided they didn't want to go fucking home. That's what was happening. The the bank that has my credit card just got in fucking trouble for helping people who came from India to the United States hide their fucking money. Yeah, I know. That's nice. So they didn't have to pay U.S. taxes. Like, U.S. taxes? Why would I pay U.S. taxes? I hate the United States. Fuck you guys. Give me some more money. Thanks, U.S. dollars. I appreciate it. This kind of stuff, people. I'm not gonna. Try, I'm not trying to Glenn Beck yet or fucking Rush Limbaugh or even fucking any of the other or what's the guy, Olber, Olberman. I'm not, I'm not trying to be one of these guys. But the world is getting more and more fucked up, and if honest, upstanding citizens of the United States don't stand up and tell everybody, crooks, government people, your local government, everybody, stand up and say, look, stop fucking us. We are the people, and we don't fucking like it. Stop thinking that you're one day going to suddenly become mega rich and get to benefit from all this buttfuckery that's going on. Because you're not. You're not. 
The, the whole trickle-down economics, all this trickling down is a little bit of sperm down the back of your throat after you give another blowjob to one of the top 1%. A blowjob over which you have no control. They, they don't even let you use your hands. They put their hand on the back of your head. That's, they're not nice. Stop letting it happen. Do you think we should... Uh, that's how you could get people's attention. Use, use that analogy. Yeah. You're, you're like an unpaid sex worker. How's that feel? All the old ladies would be chasing you around with their purses. My political slogan will be a butthole with a, a cross across, an X across it. No butt fucking, please. Unless that's your thing. Nice. I mean, if you want it, I'm not going to stop it. But for me, I'd like big government to keep their giant fucking green cock of government death out of my asshole. Thank you. Any other stories over there? Mm-hmm. You don't see like you're into it. Uh, it was very politically charged. Don't you think the stuff needs to be said? It does. Don't we have a, a duty to bring it to our customers? We have multiple times. Okay, you get to pick the stories next time. No, it's fine. I'm just. I just want to make sure that I, I don't want to offend you. You're not offending me. Do you like sucking the green government cock? I'm just asking. <laughs> That's offensive. I was just asking. Are you a plant? Are you here to watch me? This could be the last right. podcast. Kim might kill me. She's a Manchurian candidate in my own house. Do you speak Chinese? No. I speak no foreign language. You know that. That you would tell me. That's exactly what a Manchurian candidate would say. I'm watching you. Send an email. Working the emails. Working the emails at rwtyshow at gmail.com. What if they only have a phone? You can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Though anymore, even if you have just have a cell phone, you have email. I, I think you'd be hard-pressed. Not necessarily. To- if you don't want to pay for a data plan. Yeah. Yeah. Intriguing. Uh, don't forget you can vote for us at podcast.com. Leave us a review on iTunes, juiceoverblueberry.com. Do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastelly.com.